Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I'm very happy you could be here with me today. I'm very happy to be with you. And it was funny, I was caught off guard because I was practicing my squat and um, just seeing, like, how do I incorporate that in my, you know, daily life? We have so many chairs. <laughs> we have chairs everywhere and we have these high tables. So when we work, everything's either at standing height or sitting height and nothing's at squatting height. So here I am squatting because I'm at a little coffee table doing my podcast and practicing my squat and wondering, you know, am I doing it right? <laughs> I have no idea. But what I do know is that uh, I'm doing it, you know, and sometimes we just have to jump in and do things and not ask or be swayed by whether or not we're doing them correctly. Sometimes we just do them. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. I used to have to know if I was doing it right. Seriously, I used to. If I can't do it the right way, I'm not going to bother to do it at all. So I'm just doing it, right? Now I'm standing up. And I am feeling that it's really uh, stretching out or working the, the um, muscles in my thighs and stuff. All right, so Bella is anxious to get down here and use the trampoline in the basement. She wants to do that. <clears throat> so I had this idea, and it's so funny that the whole squatting thing just kind of worked into this. But I had this idea to talk to you today about the fact that we have these realities shifting constantly now. It used to be way slower and way more subtle. And not so long ago, people started noticing this thing called the mandala effect. And I can remember looking all this stuff up. or You know, someone told me about it. Then I looked it up and I found all these YouTube videos. And then I was really freaked out because I, I experienced it myself. And I really didn't understand what it meant. But the more I immersed in it, the more I began to recognize that it is purely the fact that it's nothing sinister going on. You know, it's not like uh, someone's setting off these massive energy bombs and it's changing reality. It's nothing like that. It is more to the fact that as we expand as human beings, and there is a lot of expanding going on with individuals as well as with groups. So it's not just, there's all different levels of expansion. So as we expand as people, we uh, enter other realities that are like sister timelines or, you know, they're, they're like so close, but just subtly different. And those subtle differences are these little tiny twerky things. Now, remember, your mind takes in so many, like probably millions of dots of information around you all the time, but you only quantify maybe 10 of them or 12 of them or six of them or something, not that many. Like if, if you were suddenly told to close your eyes and list everything that was around you, 
you wouldn't get but a fraction of what was there, a very infinitesimal fraction of what was around you. It's funny because I used to think about that all the time. As an artist kind of person, I would think, wow, if I had to close my eyes and paint the picture, right, of what was around me to recreate it, I feel like I would fall very short. And I always felt this way. I felt like I would always fall very short. Because as an artist, and when I would immerse in something, I would see so much more there than on casual experience. I just didn't notice. All right, so um, this is this is good. Now, if this is new to you, it can be overwhelming. But if this is new to you, this may also be a confirmation that you're not crazy, that when you've noticed things, discrepancies in a memory versus a now moment, that these discrepancies could be accounted for by the fact that you have, oh my goodness, releasing, releasing, you have shifted realities. So when you shift realities, there's going to be these little differences. And sometimes these differences are arguable. It's like, You might have a discussion with someone who says, no, it wasn't that way. And you're saying, yes, it was that way. Or you're both remembering that it was different uh, 10 years ago than it is now. Um, And you're, what the heck, you know, like, how is this even possible kind of thing? Well, this is how it's possible. You have gone through an expansion. And so you left one reality and entered another reality where that doesn't exist, where the past of this reality is different than the past of that reality. Okay, so this is this is super cool stuff. So um, about the time, <laughs> most of my life, I was one of those people that wanted to know the facts. Like I really wanted things to be straightforward. I wanted it to be facts so that everyone could be on the same page. And that was really important to me. Proving a fact was really important to me so that we could all just be on the same page. I was I was really adamant about this kind of thing. And and if I knew something, then I felt it was almost like a, a responsibility of me to share that knowledge, you know, that, you know, if someone wanted it or was open to it or if someone had false knowledge, that was the other thing. And then that wasn't so cool because then I was forcing this idea or opinion or reality on them that maybe wasn't, it might not have even been important. But... When I learned about the Mandela Effect, I began to realize that there is no one fact. There is not. And this is so wild and crazy. But it it helped me to let go of a lot of, I don't know if it was stress or anxiety or what, over the, over the, um, oh gosh, coming up of two facts that were, not the same, and both people insisted they were real. So those kind of situations I found unfun, not fun, not, I wasn't welcoming them, but I felt I had to address them. And now I don't feel I have to address these moments anymore. I feel like I can just let them be, just let them go. I, I can totally also agree that all facts are probably correct. Now, it's very interesting because, um, I think I mentioned this before, you know, I've been going out to Smith Island for, oh, so gosh darn many years, like over 20 years. And I, I specifically remember, I mean, for 
all of my history of Smith Island, leaving the dock in Crisfield and not being able to see Smith Island until I was halfway across. And that was crazy. I mean, it was just like, well, it's 12 miles. Of course, it's going to be a while before you see it. You know, and it's very flat. It doesn't have tall buildings or anything. And so, of course, it takes a while to see it. So this didn't this didn't um, phase me that it was that far away or that it took that long to see it. Um, it also made me consider the fact that if I was piloting my own boat, I might be a little nervous going out to the island. What if I went the wrong way or something? So I'd really have to know what I was doing. And I even specifically remember asking this one guy who'd lived there his whole life, like, is it hard to find an island in the dark? And he was like, no, he goes, because a lot of times if the lights were, I, he could see the lights it's, and, and find his way with the lights from the island. Like he could see the lights at a distance, so it was fine. <clears throat> so I was like, okay. So in the last year, when I've gotten on the boat to go across to Smith Island, suddenly, right, at, right after we leave the dock, I can see the island. Like it's half as far away as it used to be. So bizarre. Now, it's the same amount of distance to drive it. It's still 45 minutes for the ferry. But now I can see it the whole way. I I just don't understand. Like, that is crazy. But I do understand because it's the Mandela effect. There are different realities. So um, in different realities, we have different facts. And these facts just make up that reality in that frequency. So these are the kind of things. So full circle now. Um, it's this, um, coming back, I just want to put it out there that it might be time to let go of this need to, to know, need to know, and, and just let things be more because there's so much freedom for us as know-it-alls. It's so much freedom to just let go and let it be and let it all be okay. Let it all be okay. Let all facts have possibility. It just is so freeing. And there's so much less to, there's much less grasping and holding on. So this is, um, I wanted to give this to you today because especially with everything going on in our country, um, you know, I've made a practice of this letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go. And it's really wild because um, I had no investment in who became president. I had no investment in the outcome of the presidency um, in what that man or woman might do once they were in office. Um, and, <clears throat> and it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's so freeing. You know, it's so freeing not to be afraid, not to be worried, not to be um, overly excited or combative or or righteous. It's just so much freedom and just relaxing into and letting things be. Something else, and this is just a little thing, but I think at times we forget that reality is that which we see, feel, hear, and touch. It's like that which is right around us. And all of this stuff we do on computers is not very real. It's not very real. I was talking... <coughs> I was talking with a friend yesterday or the day before and we were talking about the fact that, you know, we're on this path of conscious evolution and, and expansion. And I was saying that what if Amazon was a, uh, a, a, uh, a powerful 
tool in learning to instantly manifest. Because here's a company that you just use your phone to look up something. You have to know what you're looking up to find it. <clears throat> you're not stumbling across it in a store. Um, you look it up <clears throat> and you order it and the next day it appears. Or sometimes the same day or sometimes a week later, it appears. And isn't that how we manifest? Isn't that how we co-create? And so <clears throat> I love this idea that we're being kind of conditioned to get used to this idea of being able to instantly manifest. And so I, I don't know, like that is really kind of curious to me. It's like that that is where we're headed, that that is what we're doing now. We are doing that now. And we're not going off to the, you know, browse around stores all day or go do this. We're, we're having the ability to really <clears throat> focus our time where we want to focus it and while our needs are instantly cared for and taken care of. So, so super cool. Like totally super, super cool. Super delicious. So um, this is the kind of thing, you know, like if, if we allow ourselves to relax into the idea that we don't have to be right, we don't have to know everything, we don't have to have all the facts, uh, what if no one has all the facts? What if, there, what if there aren't facts to be had? What if the facts are just merely a reflection of the frequency of the reality your frequency has created? What if that's it? You know, what if you, if you create this reality and everything in it is an extension of your frequency, then of course it has to change. Now, we've written stories for why they change. Like I wrote a story for why I moved from Milltown to this house, but it says the Milltown never existed. It's really wild. And I was ready for this change and this change was so incredibly massive. So I wrote a story about my landlord needing his house back and that was why I moved but it's just a story we we are we have to justify these things of whatever like how or why we do the things we do but what if it was just time what if it was just just time for this expansion to happen what if the expansion was already happening and my landlord showing up was part of that creative expansion I mean this is where we're at this is totally where we're at in this place of just luscious, yummy expansion, not knowing the facts that come with it, embracing them when they show up. But guess what? We have to let go of the past. We can no longer try to fit the past into this now future because it just won't happen. It won't work. So permission to let go, people. Permission to let go and not be right and be happy with other people's stories and um and just allow and just allow how awesome so anyway this was great this was our last day of self-care so dive into your last bit of self-care today well not that you wouldn't do it every day but integrate integrate the new things that you found in this last week into your now life i'm going to integrate squatting more water meditation mm, yummy all right so have a wonderful day and I will be back tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. 
It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.